If you feel like you have looming clouds of guilt swirling around you all the time, it's so important that we begin to look at the possible causes of this guilt and what we can do to effectively put it behind us. Welcome back. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Nina and I'm a life coach that specializes in personal development. Here at this channel, we talk about everything having to do with our emotional well-being, understanding our own psychology and living our best life possible. So if you aren't already a subscriber, please take a moment and become one. We definitely want you to stay connected. It's important to remember that guilt isn't necessarily a bad emotion. It always feels bad, but it can actually sometimes be helpful and even productive in our lives. It is a normal emotion, but we don't want it to get to the point that we feel that it is paralyzing or it's a state of mind that we really can't get out of. Chronic guilt can make us feel very shameful. It can make us feel inadequate and it can do a lot of damage to our life, both seen and unseen. So today we're going to do three important things. First of all, we're going to discuss how we can figure out if our guilt is problematic. Secondly, we're going to talk about the different types of guilt. And thirdly, we'll talk about the different ways that we can effectively resolve guilt and move on with our lives. So let's start by looking at three signs that might indicate that guilt is actually problematic for us. And the first one is that we feel guilty a lot of the time. We seem to feel that things are our fault. We apologize all the time. We think we are the root cause of bad things happening. We might feel like a bad person, but much of our time we are feeling very guilty about something. The second thing we might look for is constantly putting the needs of others in front of the needs of ourselves. So we feel actually guilty when we meet our own needs. We are definitely feeling that any other person's needs are the priority. We have difficulty standing up for ourselves and we probably feel that we don't want to share our opinions too much because we don't want to upset anybody. And the third thing is if we are no longer able to really effectively take care of ourselves, if our mental or physical health is beginning to suffer because we are so focused on our actions and uh, that guilt that we are holding, that we are really not meeting our needs because of that, that is also a clear indication that guilt is definitely starting to become problematic for us. Unresolved guilt can manifest in our life in a lot of ways. We can really start to become very clingy. We might be very, very apologetic all the time. And we may find that we have a lot of physical symptoms that have to do with the guilt. So we may feel that we're very irritable or very angry or very emotional emotional. We could have exaggerated emotions or feel that we're very tearful all the time. We might have migraines or severe headaches or muscle pain. You may also have an upset stomach or stomach pain or digestive issues. And one really common issue is sleeping problems or insomnia. 
We often fail to realize that a lot of times these emotional issues really can start to affect our physical health. So of course we want to rule out any obvious medical issues, but if you find yourself experiencing some of these symptoms, it is something to consider that could be stemming from that guilt. There's also a lot of sources that can contribute to guilt. So that could be anything from your friends or family, could be your spiritual beliefs, it could be societal expectations, and of course, your personal actions. So what I wanted to do now is to look at five different types of guilt that we might be feeling. The first one is the most common, and that is guilt for something that you did. Now, this is for something that you actually did do, it is verifiable, and it's something that you feel probably violates your own moral or ethical code. So there was a specific action that happened that you feel badly about because you believe that it is completely and totally wrong from your perspective. Now, in this particular circumstance, it is actually appropriate to feel some degree of guilt, and it would actually show that there were issues in some other areas if you were not guilty or remorseful when you did something that you feel is wrong. However, we want to make sure that we are not being swallowed by guilt. If this is something that is becoming very obsessive, that starts to become problematic. Now, the second type of guilt is also very common, and that is when we want to do something, but we didn't actually do it. So we are kind of fantasizing or entertaining the possibility of doing something that we believe to be wrong. So that could be, you know, from cheating on our spouse or for doing something that is dishonest. Whatever it is, it breaks our personal moral code. So we could be experiencing a lot of guilt because we are entertaining these thoughts that we feel we shouldn't be having. So a lot of times these thoughts show us our hidden desires or areas in our life that need to be addressed. So we definitely don't want to repress these feelings. We want to instead think about why we're having these feelings. So these feelings don't just come out of nowhere. There is a root to these feelings and we want to consider that possibly there are needs that aren't being met in your life. So you want to figure out, you know, why you're entertaining these thoughts and how you could, you know, meet those needs in your life in a much more constructive and healthy way. Once you are able to do that, it is very likely that you will stop feeling the guilt because you'll start to have these feelings less and less. You'll start to entertain these thoughts less and less because you are going to be providing yourself with a different option. Now, the third type of guilt is very interesting and it has a lot of layers and it's the guilt of feeling like we are doing better than other people. Now, sometimes this is called survivor guilt. So this happens when we feel that we are somehow better off than others. So for example, it could be that we survived a natural disaster or a car crash that someone else did not. And we are taking responsibility for that and feeling guilt even though we did not orchestrate the actual actions. Another way we might see this is if, for example, we feel that we are somehow outdoing someone that we love and we feel guilt about that. So it could be that you come from a family where no one else has ever graduated from college, let's say, and you went out and you got your doctorate. So you might be feeling some guilt 
because you are feeling like you are diminishing their accomplishments by accomplishing perceivably more than they have. So in either one of these situations, we have to remember that the people that love us really do want us to succeed. Now, people are human, so they may feel a little envious sometimes or, you know, a little judgmental sometimes, but ultimately, the people that love you do not want to see you fail. They want to see you succeed, and it brings them happiness to do so. And in cases where it is that survivor guilt, we really have to come to terms with the fact that we don't control the universe. This happened because that's what happened. It's not something that we designed or orchestrated in any way that was just what happened and that happened to be the outcome. Sad things do happen in this world, but we can't take responsibility for all of them. We can only take responsibility for our own actions. And in cases that we feel that we don't want to appear better than other people, I know we may feel that that is noble in some way, but again, the people that we love really want us to succeed and holding ourselves back from our full potential is really not something that makes anybody happy in the long run. It doesn't make ourselves happy in the long run and it certainly doesn't make our loved ones happy in the long run. Now the fourth type of guilt is also very common and this is the guilt for something that you think you did but you don't have any proof of. So a lot of times what is happening here is a lot of irrational thoughts and catastrophizing. So these are the cases where we're kind of imagining scenarios that could have potentially happened because of our actions. So the antidote to this is really being a lot more realistic with our thinking and you know, really working ourselves through the actual situation and seeing what the real true repercussions from that actually were. Because when we fail to do that, we kind of you know, keep snowballing and the story gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And we start to feel lots of guilt because we're imagining an outcome that probably didn't even happen. So we wanna make sure that we are not thinking irrationally and that only comes from really taking an honest look kind of from a third party point of view of the situation and determining if really that guilt actually is appropriate. And the last type of guilt is the guilt of not feeling like we did enough to help other people. So there could be situations where there were tragic losses or that there were very significant needs of other people that you feel that you could have met but you did not. These are the cases that, again, you might be feeling a lot of guilt. So when it's one of these type of situations, we really want to look at them on a case-to-case -case basis because a lot of times guilt is a habit and we have to realize that we are not superheroes. We are not going to be able to assist every single person all the time. There has to be some kind of priority list and on that priority list, you have to be there. You have to take care of yourself first before you take care of any other person. So you want to make sure that in being able to help other people firstly, that you are still able to get your own needs met. We also need to be able to separate guilt from a sincere desire to help. So again, looking at each scenario where we feel that guilt that we should be doing more, we want to think, are we just feeling that way because we feel guilty 
or do we have a true desire to help? So if it ends up being that we have that true desire to help, then we can go forward and actually offer more help because somewhere inside of us is telling us, you know, we could be and should be doing more. And that is a possibility, especially when it comes to loved ones, but that is not always the case. So we really have to be careful and use a lot of critical thinking to determine whether or not guilt is just speaking or if it's something that we really do need to be taking action on. So it's just a matter of determining what you are wanting and willing to do in the long run for each case. So now that we've really talked about the different types of guilt, we need to know what we can do about it. Certainly we don't want to carry these feelings with us any further. There has to be an end point for any guilt for any situation. No action that we have taken is a life sentence to guilt. So let's talk about the different ways that we can effectively start to resolve this guilt. The first step always is determining the true cause of the guilt. So a lot of times we think we know really why we are feeling guilty, but there is really a subconscious need or there is something else that's attached to it. So we wanna really make sure that we are very honest and clear to ourselves about what the actual cause of that guilt really is. The second part of this is accepting that some things in life cannot be changed and we must accept the fact that whatever happened really did happen. So, you know, life is not perfect. There are always going to be things in our life that are not ideal and we will always, you know, have situations where we feel that we did not, you know, act in the way that we would have hoped we would. But at that point in time, we decided that was what we wanted to do and that's what we ended up doing. So we have to accept the fact that we did the best we could at that moment of our life, even if that seems crazy to think about now. Because a lot of times we do things that aren't in alignment to our morals or our values and we really question how on earth we made that decision. But we have to understand at that point in time, there was a reason why we did that. So we must accept that that version of ourselves back in the past made that decision and we've got to start to move on with our life. The next thing we can do is to really look for what we can learn from that experience. You know, we probably don't want to think about it any longer, but let's just think about it one last time and determine what lessons that we learned. Even if the lesson just was, well, I guess that is outside of my moral code and I don't want to do that again because we don't want these emotions to come up for us again and again and again. So we want to really address the emotion and we want to make sure that all the possible lessons that we could have learned have been learned so we don't make this mistake again. And of course, the last part of this is finally releasing the guilt, forgiving yourself and actually moving on. So I know that seems difficult to even consider when we are feeling so guilty because a lot of times we hold on to guilt because in some way we're trying to continuously punish ourselves for what we feel that we did wrong. But in the end, we have to understand that really helps nothing. It certainly does not help the person that we feel that we may have harmed. It certainly does not help ourselves, and it does not allow us to go forward into the world and be wonderful, productive people that are making positive changes in their life and doing good for other people. Nothing that we have done in our life is a life sentence to feel guilt 
forever. We have to understand that we will continue to make mistakes forever and ever and ever. We are human beings and we do the best we can in life, but there will be mistakes and there will be other times that you will experience guilt and we can't have ourselves just swimming in guilt all the time. So we have to decide to put an end to the suffering because it's not letting ourselves off the hook. It is just enabling us to function as a person to be able to be, you know, again, good in society again, because when we feel so much guilt, we are making ourselves feel physically sick. We're certainly making ourselves be emotionally sick and we're not able to move forward. So it's definitely something that we need to choose to release as soon as possible and offer ourselves forgiveness. Remember, it is okay to feel like you know, you did really make that mistake and offer yourself forgiveness anyway. We're not saying that this did not happen or this is something that we, you know, should have done or something that we are giving ourselves sudden approval for. No, we're just saying that, yes, this happened and yes, I am going to forgive myself. I'm going to do better next time. I will make different choices and I vow to be a better person. But this piece of the past needs to be thrown away and left in the past. We've felt the feelings, we've suffered the pain, we've learned the lessons, and now we have got to finally start moving forward. So love yourself enough to be able to work through these feelings so that you can move forward and begin living your best life again. You are a wonderful, valuable person and everybody makes mistakes. So I hope this video was helpful and if it was, please like it and share it with someone else who may need to hear the same message today. Also, again, if you aren't part of our community, please go ahead and become a subscriber. We definitely want you to stay connected. And I thank you so much for spending time with me today. Have an absolutely amazing day.